From the Financial Times in London, I'm James King and this is FT News. The mysterious death of a member of North Korea's ruling family has taken another twist. After the Malaysian authorities said that there had been an attempted break-in at the mortuary where his body is being held. The authorities also said they wanted to speak to a North Korean diplomat in connection with the crime. Kim Jong-nam, half-brother of North Korean Supreme Leader Kim Jong-un, was killed at Kuala Lumpur International Airport 10 days ago as he waited to board a flight to Macau. Two women wiped liquid on his face in an apparent poisoning. On the line to discuss the repercussions of the case and what we know so far is Brian Harris, the FT's sole correspondent. Welcome, Brian. You've got quite a saga on your hands here. Could you just start by telling us who was Kim Jong-nam and what was he doing in Malaysia in the first place? Kim Jong-nam is the estranged half-brother of North Korean leader Kim Jong-un. He was the one-time heir apparent of the North Korean regime. But then sometime in the 90s, his fortunes took a turn. And then in 2001, he was arrested trying to enter uh, Tokyo to go to Disneyland. And this was a majorly embarrassing moment for the North Korean regime. And after that, it looked like his prospects were dashed. In 2003, Kim Jong-nam went into exile, and he's been living in Macau since then, or he was living in Macau since then. No one's quite sure what he was doing in Malaysia. It will likely emerge over the course of the investigation. Speculation is swirling at the moment. Some believe he was there on business, while others have speculated that he had an affair and he had a mistress in Malaysia. But as I said, this is currently speculation. And what do we actually know about how he died? Well, some very interesting CCTV footage emerged in previous days. And in this footage, Kim Jong-nam is seen loitering in Kuala Lumpur International Airport He's getting set to board a Air Asia flight back home to Macau. Now, two women are seen to approach him. One seems to grab his head from behind, while the other seems to push something in his face. The footage is quite grainy, but it's either a cloth or a rag or maybe even her hand. The thinking among Malaysian police is that there was some toxin involved, and they pushed this toxin into his face, and that would be his eventual downfall. And what has the investigation by the police in Malaysia turned up about who committed this apparent murder and, you know, perhaps why they've done it and perhaps the involvement of the North Korean authorities? It's all a little bit murky at the moment. It sounds like a classic potboiler. But the two women were arrested soon after the incident. One is Vietnamese, one is Indonesian. But there was also a North Korean man arrested And reportedly, he is a chemistry expert and he had knowledge of chemicals, but few details have emerged since his arrest. More importantly, Malaysian police are currently searching for four suspects who they believe have since fled back to Pyongyang in North Korea. Just today, the Malaysian authorities sought the help of Interpol in putting out a worldwide alert for these four individuals. In addition to those four North Koreans, Malaysian police also want to question three others including a North Korean diplomat from the embassy in Kuala Lumpur. And why is Malaysia holding on to the body? I mean, wouldn't they normally hand the body over or uh, perhaps send it back to North Korea or or something? Well, 
Well, this has actually become quite an interesting point of contention. It's been about 10 days since the death of Kim Jong-nam and just this morning, the North Korean authorities released an official response, which was essentially a report on the state newswire lambasting Malaysia and saying, why don't you release this body now? You should release it. The Malaysian authorities have said they want to conduct an autopsy and they want to find the results of why he died. But they also are waiting for his next of kin to come forward. They said they would release the body to the next of kin. And this has infuriated the authorities in Pyongyang, who want the body to be given to them immediately. What about the broader context of all of this, particularly the diplomatic implications? Because I've read in some places that perhaps Kim Jong-nam was somehow more closely allied to China than Kim Jong-un. And uh, perhaps his death could be a bit of a blow for China and the way that China sees its relations with North Korea. What would be your sense of how that is all playing out? Well, I believe this is a big moment for the geopolitics of the region. I think the initial impact will hit North Korea's bilateral ties with Malaysia. It's quite interesting. I'm not sure if people are aware of this, but North Korea actually had quite a good relationship with Malaysia prior to the death of Kim Jong-nam. They had visa-free travel between the two nations. And Kim Jong-un, the current leader of North Korea, had actually received an honorary degree from a Malaysian university. But since the incident, relations have deteriorated considerably, and the rhetoric uh, coming from both countries now is quite vitriolic and quite aggressive. So it'll be interesting to see how that bilateral tie plays out. More broadly, it looks like China has already made its feelings clear. Following the death last Monday, China on Saturday decided to ban the import of coal from North Korea. And most experts believe this is a big move in showing their displeasure with the regime. According to some economists I spoke with, this ban on coal from North Korea could hit the North Korean economy for about a billion US dollars, which is about 5% of their GDP, so quite significant. Gosh, so it's possible then that this apparent murder may already be having repercussions in the diplomatic sphere. Absolutely. Two days prior to the murder, the North Korean regime launched a advanced mid-range missile into the Sea of Japan, or the East Sea, as the Koreans call it. And that already set off alarm bells, particularly with the new administration in the U.S. And then the murder on Tuesday has just ratcheted up tensions to another level. So you know, this could be a moment of change, but we'll wait and see. Brian, thank you very much for keeping us up to date on this mysterious but obviously very important episode. Thank you very much. 